It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Uh, welcome to the podcast today. Before we jump in, I would like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market bar none. They are awesome. They rock. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Um, those machines are sturdy. They they will not break down. They were like my old explorer. They run, 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 run. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's your one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, it's unlike anything out there. You know, you can join all these other courses, but I guarantee you don't get their cell phone number. You don't get one-on-one -on -one calls. You don't get, you know, hey, Tuesday, I need to call with you. Um, that's what teach makes teachhoops.com different. We have everything you need to become a better basketball coach. Doesn't matter if you're youth, doesn't matter if you're high school, doesn't matter if you're college. We're here to help. We're here to mentor you through this great journey we call coaching. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Go ahead, can Mark. I, can I use your board one more time? So on a, on the press break, yep. I was simply gonna have um uh, a one three set. One guy throwing it in. One guy throwing it in. Three, three guys, just, yeah, one, two, three, one person deep. Okay. And just tell them to stay in their lanes, top lane, middle lane, third lane, and just pass, get open, but just try to keep, stay in your lane as, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Just keep your spacing in your lane. Yeah, that would work. I mean, if the ball comes here, what you want is you want cuts, though, into new lanes. Gotcha. Uh, so cut, cut into, so keep moving into different lanes. Yeah, so, so let's say the ball goes here and it's cut here. So then the rule should be cut to cut to the, the cut downward into a lane because then the guy that throws it in can fill the missing lane. So this one would come here, uh, it would come to the middle, this one would come over here. So you always want them cutting in lanes. Oh, that's interesting. I was thinking of keeping the inbounder as your as the safety valve the whole time, but you don't I like would, I mean, I yeah, yeah, I wouldn't okay. do I because these are the people who are going to be open, the ones cutting into lane. Okay. So cut down into lane. Yeah, cut okay. into a lane. The ball goes in here. Great. Then then you know you're gonna cut into a lane. If, if they both cut it, I mean you can one can go down. So the ball goes in the middle, you don't have a problem. Um 
It's more when it's on the sides. And then if it's the side, you cut into the two closest lanes. Okay. Yep. And one other thing, if um, ideally made ball, closest person uh, just throws it in and we go. But if it is a dead ball, um, just a, a simple inbounds that would ask for a man. Um, could you, can you um, just do a, at the free throw, put one person at the elbow uh, and then another person at the elbow, yep. person top of the key. And just have them uh, do a double screen uh, for the point guard who is at top of the screen. Is that simple enough? Just staggered screen just to get open? Or do you like something different just to get the ball in for a man press? Are you going to have a problem getting the ball in? Uh, I don't know. I haven't done girls basketball. <laughs> I think I think a double screen will probably work. Um, I, again, I wouldn't overcomplicate it. Um, so what would you, if you have a three set, like what I had before, I, I'd run sideline sidelines, the best press break ever. Um, it's in my press break stuff in teach hoops. Go look at sideline. You have okay. the point guard, you have the person you want catching it, throwing it in. It, it works. Trust me. It's, I mean, it's worked. I mean, if they're man pressing, you run sideline and, and it will work. You basically, yeah, go, go, go watch that video. And then if you have questions, I can get on a call with you. Okay. That, that video it, will be better than I can do right now. Is the general lot is the general rule though, is just, they get it in alignment three across close person steps in. You throw yeah. It if in. you're worried about getting it in four across is virtually impossible in a man press and defend. Right. It's impossible. Like, because you don't want to get beat deep. So you have a choice. You can either do, you can either put the inbounder, whoever's guarding the inbounder back here. Great. Then as soon as the ball gets in, this person's going to get it back. Or, you know, or you are aggressive and you put somebody on the ball. Well, the no, no one's going to play like this, right? Because you just throw it deep. So they're always like back here defensively. So a four across will you'll always be able to get the ball in four across. And then if the ball goes here, then people are cutting into lanes, right? They're cutting down their own lane. If the ball goes here, cut, cut, cut. It's like you can always get it in in a four across on a man press. Okay. But as a general rule, do you do the same thing? It's just um, just get, close a person, step out, kick it, and go? And, yeah. right, okay. Boom. It's easy. Yeah. Again, okay. simple, 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 simple. TikTok. I should, I should, I'm, I'm going to start a TikTok offense. Just keep it simple. Less than 30, less than, you should be able to explain it in less than a minute. Okay. If you want it to work. Yeah. Go ahead, James. All right. Um, my other question is um, the gear. You have something that you do that I thought was really good with the gear, handing out gear. They have to meet certain ladder criteria. Yep. Yep. Um, so, can you specify what kind of gear we're talking about? Because I wasn't sure. What it's my practice gear. Okay. Like that says Memorial on it. It's reversible. It's got shorts. It's everything. They're water bottle. Everything. I mean. Oh, okay. No, I wanted to know what's in your. I want to know. You've got a practice jersey. You have what else do you give them? We have, we have shorts. We have practice shorts. And you have. Water I want everybody. Bottles. It's like there's. It's their practice uniform, basically. Do you collect that at the end of the season? Yeah. Oh, okay. I handed out. I've been too generous. I've been, I've been handing it out, and those practice jerseys are like fifteen bucks, and I kind of let them use it throughout the year for summer league and stuff like that. Yeah, I collect it. I buy nice stuff, and then um, it's green, green, white, or green, black, and then they wear it. They got shorts. 
I mean, yeah, they know they better not show up without their practice gear. Cause it's like, you know, yeah, this makes things faster and easier. And, um, but yeah, they want that. They want the locker room. They want the practice gear. Yeah. So you don't let them go into their team room and stuff until they, how about this? Can I, can I do this? I'm thinking of getting some really nice um, shooting shirts. Maybe I could use that as the carrot. You're not going to use these and I'll show them what, how beautiful they are. And you want this, you're going to need to do the ladders. Yep. Something. Yeah. Carrots are good. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. Go ahead, Mark. So coach, you're, say you're practicing, uh, you're going to press, make some misses. That's what you spend all the time in practice. And you come up against a team that are much better athletes than, than you are. They're just faster. Um, do you adjust? I mean, what do you do in that situation? If that's your game plan, if that's how you play though. Um, I'm going to do what's going to allow us to have a chance to compete and win. So if I think that's not going to work, I'll adjust on the fly. I'll either do it that week and we'll just, we'll throw a one, three, one at him. We'll throw a trapping half court man. We'll just play pack two, three. We'll do something. So, I'm basically, so I, I guess the exception would be if you feel you have enough players that you can tire them out, um, then maybe you could still go at that plan just because you're yeah. out national speed. Yeah. And especially if you're going to play them twice, you can always test it the first time to see if it works. If they get gas. But if, if you feel that they're not going to get tired, then there really is no other strategy except slow it up or change something up. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm going to change. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, what's the definition of insanity, assuming that you're doing the same thing over and over. It's going to change. It's not going to like, no, it's going to change. It's not going to happen. So I always change. That's why I evaluate after every game, like what was good about that? What was bad? What can we change for the next time we play them? That kind of stuff, especially but if we play. That, yeah. But that is a legit reason to think even if you're getting outmatched with speed if i can wear them out i can catch them at the end that might yeah if you're deeper than everybody else and that's a that's a that's the system grinnell we're gonna wear you down i'm gonna funnel people in and and i'm gonna beat you in the last five minutes right okay i'm gonna be in better shape so that's not gonna affect me because i'm gonna make sure my top five guys are in like olympic shape so i'm hoping Right. We get sick, then things change. But um, right. yeah, and okay. this is this is going to be a unique year, I think. With cold, I mean, coach is a doctor with colds and stuff. I think, yeah. I think there's going to be some. Be I think there's going to be some yeah. unique. I mean, my wife got her first cold. I had one about three weeks ago. Um, my son had one at school. It's like I think these cold, our bodies aren't used to that. <laughs> so. Um, so it's going to be unique conditioning wise. I've been trying to, yeah. Anyway, that's a side note, but uh, right. all right, go ahead, James. How many managers do you usually have per year? How many do I have this year? Yeah, usually six. Okay. So I have three female managers this awesome. year. Awesome. That's, that's a good number. Which is, which is a miracle. Usually yep. we don't have, we have one. Yep. Who ends up doing a lot, but I wanted to know what you have. You, you have a lot of managers. What kind of things do you have them do? This is a year, I, I mean, it's new experience for me. Everything. They'll film. They take stats. They do the locker room. They fill the water bottle. They do everything. Now, I don't tend to have them there a lot at practice. Um, it just depends. 
That's what uh, I'm talking about. Practice. Yeah. Do you have them at practice? I, I don't tend to have them at practice just because they're doing other stuff for me and my assistant coaches. Uh, when I have had them there, they're running the clock. They're doing, you can use them as little or as much as you want is what I'm going to tell you. Um, if they know basketball, then I really use them. Some of them don't know basketball per se, so then it's a little bit harder. But no, I think they're one. I mean, if you go ever go to a Division One basketball program and watch them at the collegiate level, there's like 30 of them. Obviously, we're much smaller scale than that, but they can save you a lot of time. They can be a passer. They can do this, you know, so I can worry about big picture stuff. They can, it's like, it's like an assistant in a classroom. They can go sharpen the pencils. They can go run, make copies. They can like... So I can go teach, which is what I do. So that's, you got to think about you, you are the resource. They, I don't even know what that would be like in the doctor profession, but it's the nurses. It's not the nurses, but it's kind Medical of like assistance. It. It's yeah, it's that they're doing this stuff because your time is so valuable Yeah, that they're doing the stuff that can get done by someone else. So think yeah. about them that way. And that's what I've always done. All right, go ahead, Mark. And if you're a uh, baseline out of bounds, if yeah. you're playing man, instead of just playing man and switching all screens. Um, I saw somewhere where someone likes to do a diamond in one. So a diamond on the strong side and one person on the weak side to cover and then just pick up man. Do you see that as helpful at all? Or is that? I've never, I've never, I've never seen that. I'd love to see that. Instead of just, you know, so you're basically setting up to clog things up and then just pick it up. It'd be similar like doing a two, three zone and then just picking up, but instead of getting backdoored and, you know, in, you know, cause most plays are geared towards man backdoors and all types of stuff. Yeah. I, I, is that too complicated? I, I, again, I like keep it simple. Just we're manning and we're switching everything. Just switch on yeah. man, switch, switch on everything, switch. So they know, and hopefully I've done a good enough job scouting that I kind of know they're out of bounds place. And then the, all, the person on the ball, do you like to generally just put them underneath the basket? Yeah, I have them open up. I really have them open up depending on where they where the officials handing the ball to them. So I really want to open them up so they can see what's going on. Um, I have been known to double the really good like at the end of a game or something, double the best player um, to make someone else score. Again, it depends on the type of out of bounds play, but um, and we'll zone out of bounds play too. we'll run our matchup out of zone out of up bounds play too, like our two three matchup. So that way it's clogged in the middle automatically just by where they're starting. And then do you um, stay in it or do you switch back to man? You're just staying. I, I do. I do stay into it. Um, Cause a good matchup looks is basically a man, but there's their locations rather than people. Right. Um, so it does work and it confuses them. And I like change up. So that's that, that kind of gets forces my hand a little bit. It's similar to kids getting in foul trouble in the first half. I tend to sit them in the first half because it forces me to get to my bench. So I right. do things psychologically for me that it, <laughs> it right. forces me to play more kids. So I don't play seven or, you know, I, I, it forces me to play more kids so I can see how they, you know, I do men- little mental games with myself sometimes. James, you're very good at unmuting. You've been on a lot of Zoom calls, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of Zoom calls. <laughs> Tryouts. Yep. What do you do with the kid who's a potential player, but you already see in summer league or scrimmages, even before tryouts, that they're a difficult personality, maybe getting a little bit of trouble at school. How much, how much what's the word you used earlier? Grace. How Empathy. much grace do you give? 
You already I mean, know did, there could be a problem. With the other players, too? Is there problems Sorry, with other I'm, players? I, just when you were complimenting me, I screwed it up. Uh, I haven't seen that. I, I, I got, okay. It's more I, I you and him. It's more you and him. No, no, no. I got like, I got a, I got a text this week from the vice principal. Hey, this kid, don't let him go to open gym this, this day because he missed attention. And then, and then today he knew he wasn't supposed to go to the game or play. And then he's trying to sneak into the game and giving my assistant, I wasn't at the game giving my assistant, it was my JV squad, you know, giving him a little heart, you know, trying to, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline giving him a little hard time trying to get into the game. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, long season. You're picking your family for the next four months. That's what I'll say to you. Okay. Got it. I'll let you make the conclusion. But I mean, it is the most important day of the year and you're not in it's in it's 10 through 15. That's there. If you keep 15, 10 through 15, the heart is the, like I could walk in all your gyms and pick the top three players out. That's not hard. It's the bottom five that make whether it's going to be a good season or a great season. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Uh, coach, so defensively playing man for girls uh, basketball since uh, getting up, elevating, blocking shots is not as um, yep. often. Does it make sense to to teach just don't leave your feet? defensively and simply hands up. I think, makes, I think that makes sense for every level, to be honest with you. I've had three shot blockers in 30 years that are good at it. The rest of them just foul. So, right. yeah, I've taught that forever. Don't, I mean. Don't leave your feet. And all three of them were ended up playing professionally. They were the shot blockers. They're being paid to play basketball. The rest of them, you're not a shot blocker. Stop it. And the, and the way I do that is you're going to foul which means you're going to sit, which means you won't play. And that gets to them. That's because <laughs> they don't want to play. <laughs> or if you're closing out, you're not, you're out of the play and you can't rebound and you can't do anything else. So there was a play today um, in our scrimmage where we must have gotten killed on it. Now, granted, we've been mostly doing open gyms right now. We're not really practicing much. It's just open gyms and these little scrimmages we do on Saturday. But there was a curl play the team obviously has been working on. Basically, they just kept curling around the guy and they would pass from the opposite side and he'd get a layup. I'm assuming that we were getting killed. I didn't film that game. He didn't I'm jump to the ball, probably. They're chasing the guy around yeah. the screen. We call, it wheel. we call it wheel. We run that as a delay. Yeah. So if, if, if you chase me, I'm going to get a layup and dunk on you. Yeah. Every time. It. Yeah. So is the, is how do you beat that? Should shouldn't they be in help side so you're not even coming yeah, around? And, and whoever's whoever's are they are they wheeling off a person or are they just wheeling? Yeah, they're they're wheeling off of yeah the person that they're wheeling the, the one that they're screening off of. He's got to sit and kind of bump and slow him down. Should they be in help side and then they wouldn't even be? Doing yeah, it? they can. You can jump underneath it too. That that helps if you jump underneath. But yes. Or swi and switching quickly so that mm -hmm. you're not getting. I mean, we got killed on that like eight times. I know, it is crazy. More, more hints on how to stop that. Give me more tips. 
uh, you could jump to a zone that would take care of it in about two seconds. Yeah, I was trying to teach him man today. I so. know. So the, this guy's setting the screen and they're all curling Coming over. Around. Yeah. Yep. This person's just going to step out and stop the curl because they're not going to curl. That that takes care of most of it. So they got to jam it, or you go under. You jam. You jam it. You can go under it then, rather than don't follow. You know, go this way because what they're trying to do, and then you can just sit right there and meet them. Um, it does work. It's a great play. I can send you a wheel too if you want. Send me the wheel. Yeah. I'll send you the wheel. Might as well join the can't beat him, join him. Send me the work. wheel. It does work. You gotta set that screen high enough, but it does work. Go ahead, Mark. Um and find the whiteboard on this. Go ahead. When we're doing just like a shell drill, we're working on different types of things. If I'm trying to teach people just to uh dead ball, to jump from a pack line to deny, possibly. Is your general rule like if um, somebody picks up the ball, it's dead, um, jump in their face, and then everybody else deny? Is that just a good overall philosophy? Yeah, that's a good I mean, yes, I would do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, all that will all that will work, I think. Um, yeah, I would do that. Okay. I don't have much more to say about that. <laughs> I think okay. that's good. All right. So um... – what we've done, is I want to talk about tryouts. Okay. So I want to switch it up a little bit this year. What we've normally done is we have like a spreadsheet with the names and shooting, dribbling, coachable. Each has a column and we grade them one to five. I don't know. This year, I, we pretty much know everybody that's going out. We can, we don't, I don't even think we need numbers, although I'd like to hear what you do. But I'm thinking since we pretty much know most everybody that's going out, we do a little narrative like, you know, an NBA draft does this, right. you know, he can attack the basket. He goes downhill instead of doing these, this number game. I'm thinking we get together. We're always do anyways. We come together after tryouts and we do a narrative on each player. Easy. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. I mean, that, that it works. Um, I mean, I, uh, anything like that, that will give you different looks. Yes. I like the number thing is kind of a joke, in my opinion. I do it a little bit just so I have some ideas of, ooh, this kid really can't dribble and stuff. But it's more like strengths, weaknesses, question marks is basically what you're looking at. You know, what, is this, what does this player bring to the team? What do they not bring to the team? And what do I, what, what's my questions on them? Like, can they rebound? Uh, so coach down the line, when we get better at man presses and zone presses, as far as switching from zone to man, et cetera, do you like switching, like just maybe on the third pass or waiting until it gets maybe to the corner and a half court and then automatically switching or what, how do you do that? So you're talking about switching screens or doubling? No, no, uh, um, pressing, um, man and switching out of press man and a, a zone press switching back and forth. So starting like a two, two, one. And then, like third pass, switch to man for the rest of the possession. Uh yeah, I haven't done that in a while. That's a hard. That, that's if you. No, this is this is down the line. I'm just trying to think the things I can that I can. Yeah. So uh, I usually like I'll I'll usually do that on a. You got to make it simple. So like first pass, second pass, that kind of stuff. Um, something that can make it super easy for them to know that as soon as it gets past half court, we're out of the zone, we're in man kind of thing. I, I, it's gotta be an indicator that can be really, you know, anything that's not simple will take a lot of practice is what I'm telling you. And so, I have other things I need. So to maybe that's at. even an easier thing is you're in a two, two, one press to a pass this half court and then you jump. Yep, to then man. we're in man. Boom. 
That's easy. And that and that will mess up the other team because you'll be better at it than and they really won't know the cutoff when the where the cutoff is. You know, we've done stuff where the ball gets we're in a zone until the ball gets inside the three-point line and then we match up kind of thing. You gotta just keep it really like no questions about what we're doing. Um it just makes it easier. So yeah, that's much simpler. Okay. All right. Um continuing on the tryouts. So tomorrow I'm going to have a coaches meeting and I basically want to, um, this is what I'm thinking. And I'd like to know your opinion is, I mean, I kind of have a um, already an outline of what we did just recently, three months ago, right. um, where we go through some drills, um, some competitive drills, and then we, we scrimmage and we see what, when we look at the guys that were, we already know pretty mo- much who most of them are, but the new guys, we want to see what they have. So I, I want to make it simple like that. Do you have any, anything you would want to add to that? Uh, no, I think, I think the best way to evaluate them is to let them play. Um, so I, I, I would agree. I, that's, <laughs> you got to do some skill stuff. You got to be able to see some shooting and ball handling and stuff, but you definitely want, you know, small sided games like two on two, three on three, and then you want to see them play. You're right. They can hide more in a five on five. Like the bad key, like I've told you before, like I can play with the Bucks, um, because <laughs> they have Giannis, so you can hide me. Um, but two on two, I couldn't really hide, or one on one, I couldn't hide. I'd have to guard somebody. So that's where I think you want to get get some of those small sided games where, you know, maybe five of the ten kids that you're thinking of, they, they're playing three on three, so you can kind of see how they work with some of your better players. How much time would you leave for five on five in the scope of, in the grand scheme of all this? 25%. I got a two hour trial. Oh, two hour, one, two hour trial. Oh, well, I mean, I'm going to have three, two hour trial. 25%, maybe a little less. So like on Saturday, the same. I'd run practice. I'd run practice. stuff that you're going to do the first week to see how the kids adjust a good tryout. You're running part practice, part evaluation, part playing. Got it. Okay. Because I because I want to see how you take my teaching. I want to see how you pick up things that you don't know. Put an out of bounds play in. See how they pick it up. So that's part of the pretest is to see how you inter- how you pick things up, how you do things you already know, um, how you play, how you do that. So you want all those things in a good tryout. I think. Can I start? Would you would you say it's okay to start with my funnel defense the first? Sure, day? you could start. You do that. You could work on your offense. Yep. Okay. I don't care if they. I mean, the other teams in the league are going to know what I'm doing. I don't care if the kids in our school know. Uh, so, coach, one of the things like we typically for man we run a three out to uh, basically a ball screen offense. So you start yep. with a three set and two guys on the block. One of the one of the problems I've always had in the past is kind of telling if the other team plays a one, two, two zone, whether they're in a one, two, two zone, or if they're just picking up a guy's man, is there any like general rule? If they, if you're, if they're following the cutters are in man, if they're not following the cutters are in zone. Well, so do you just always start your man? Is it just a general, you just always start your man and then you, you change it from there. I do. I do. I do. And and that's my indicator. I'll always throw guys cutting through the lane to see if I, if I need it, it's kind of my test balloon to see if they're in, if they follow them, then I know they're a man. Even you know, in a matchup, they won't do that. Even um, they'll get out of it. So, 
Yeah, just always start your man and then you you just yep. if they yep. are different. Okay, simple. All right. Coach, All right, one more, one more, and I gotta go get my daughter dinner. She's, oh no, this this is it. This is it. Okay. Uh two two things. One can will you send us the tape on this? Sure, if you want it. Yep. 100%. And number two is when is the next one? That's all I want to know. Uh, uh, Office hours. Uh, probably, I'll probably try to do one midweek in about a week in not next, not this upcoming week, but probably the following week. I'm just trying to throw them on different days because I threw one on a Sunday night. I'm just trying to figure out what the best night for people is. So I'll probably do one midweek, like maybe on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so I'll make sure uh, you get it because I know you're not on Facebook. I don't think Thank you, sir. I don't think either one of you are on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Either. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So I'll make sure night. both of you get it. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a review. We love those five-star reviews. We're going to leave a one-star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 